Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Breaking news from True Crime and Cocktails. That's right, dear listeners, this is a very special breaking news bonus edition of True Crime and Cocktails. As always, I am your host, Lauren Ash, and as always, I am joined by my co-hostess with the most S, Christy Oxborough. How you feeling? What a boob. I mean, I realize now because we've gotten into it, but you you clicked the thing and you were like, hey, do you, do you, are you okay with this meeting being recorded? And it's like, either you're okay with it or you leave. And I clicked leave the first time. Um, and then when it popped up again, I was, I realized in that moment, that was my error. I, I clicked leave. I I'm everywhere and nowhere. Well, I think it's just that we're both buzzing. We're a little jazzed. We're excited. We're doing something yeah. new, a breaking news bonus uh, edition of the show because there's been something going on in the news for the past couple of days that has gripped not only the world, uh, but certainly by my co-hostess over there. From morning to night, I have been receiving text messages from her with up-to-the-minute news updates about the Ocean Gate submersive tragedy uh, that is currently unfolding. And, uh, of course... I encouraged her. I said, listen, this yep. is something that's like really, it, obviously you've shown an interest in and we log on to record our usual episode tonight. And she says to me, I have some pages of research. And I said, let's record it. Let's put it out there. Uh, this is just the kind of thing that these two chuckleheads will do. Um, so I'm very curious, as I'm sure that your listeners are, about what you have dug up already. Because again, this is something that is ongoing. And I think that, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the, the the basis of your research is, but I can't wait to hear all of it. Uh, well, I mean, good God. Thank God. we. I mean, we could have made a full episode of just my voice notes to you in the last- I should have days. saved them and then just somehow stitched them together. Yeah. It's just, it's taken a hold of me. It won't let go and I don't want it to. Um, 
but <laughs> oh god i don't even know what this is going to be but this is what it is so uh a company named ocean gate ran tours of the titanic wreckage using a submersible vessel called titan the 22 foot carbon fiber and titanium submersible com- uh came with uh, also can house five crew members uh, it entered the water 435 miles south of St. John's, Newfoundland, around 6 a.m. on June 18th. An hour and 45 minutes into the dive, Titan lost contact with its supporting vessel, a Canadian ship called Polar Prince. Titan has since been reported missing, and a search and rescue mission has been underway ever since. So Ocean Gate was founded in 2009 by Richard Stockton Rush III. I could go into him for a while, but I won't. Basically, a rich dude who went went to Princeton, and he's a descendant of not one, but two men who signed the Declaration of Independence. For wow. those playing along at home, it would be uh, Dr. Benjamin Rush and Richard Stockton. Wow. If you'd ask me to name five people who signed that declaration, those aren't names I would have used, and I don't know if I could have done five. Yeah, I hear you. Agreed. Uh, Ben Gates would be disappointed in me. That's a national treasure reference. So, so Stockton gets this idea to build a submersible to explore the insane depths of the ocean. You know, the place that human beings have no business being. And just to clarify, a submersible is supported by some sort of secondary vessel, usually on the surface. A submarine, on the other hand, is fully autonomous and it can renew its own power and that sort of thing. Got it. Now, is it a surprise that the Titan is missing currently? Absolutely not. In 2018, OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush was sent a letter by the Marine Technology Society, a professional society of ocean engineers, academics, and other peers. The letter told Rush that they had a unanimous concern about the Titan, The society accused Rush of falsely advertising the Titan's safety standards while allegedly refusing to allow an independent third party to test the vessel. Part of the letter said, quote, Our apprehension is that the current experimental approach adopted by OceanGate could result in negative outcomes from minor to catastrophic that would have serious consequences for everyone in the industry. Stockton responded to the letter saying, quote, industry regulations were stifling innovation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, The same year that happened, a former employee, David Lockridge, filed a lawsuit against OceanGate, alleging he had been unfairly fired. David joined the company in 2015 as a contractor before being promoted to Director of Marine Operations. During a meeting in January 2018, David brought up his concerns about the quality control and safety of the Titan vessel, including the fact that there had been almost no unmanned testing of the craft. Uh, The alarm system only sounded off milliseconds before an implosion, which doesn't feel helpful. Nope. Uh, and the porthole window was only certified to 1,300 meters, and Ocean Gate planned to take the vessel to 4,000 meters. 
David said he was met with, quote, hostility and denial of access to necessary documentation that should have been freely available. Moments later, he was given 10 minutes to clean out his desk and leave the building. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Wow. OceanGate did manage to have their first successful excursion in 2021, but the Titan was described as jerry-rigged, including a video game controller, a specifically like a Logitech like $40 controller as the operating system, and construction pipes as a ballast. Wow. But Stockton never seemed concerned about safety. On a CBS News podcast, Stockton said, quote, at some point, safety is just a pure waste. He added, quote, I mean, if you just want to be safe, don't get out of bed. Don't get in your car. Don't do anything. He also once stated that the government is, quote, illogically, illogically obsessed with safety. <laughs> now, look, we... <laughs> We go we go back and forth on things that the government may do, but I I, I don't know that I've ever felt uh, being too safe. Nope. I don't think that's ever come to mind. In fact, in some ways, I'd say, you know, there's some things, you know, I, we don't have to get into specifics and divert here, but yeah. I'd say uh, more safety I would be okay with in general. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. I don't think I've ever once in my life said regarding anything that safety is a waste. Nope. And I don't think I've ever said something was too safe. I don't think I've ever experienced yeah. that personally. Yeah. And for anyone who has, sounds good. Sounds nice. I'm, I'm, I'd love to see that for you. For you. For you. We're too, we're too neurotic to, well, to consider yeah. it. But uh, according to the Ocean Gate website, the Titan is designed to take five people to the depths of 4,000 meters, which is 13,123 feet. A quote from the website, paired with a patented integrated launch and recovery platform, Titan is easy to operate in varying sea states using a local appropriately sized ship for the project. The ship in this case was the Polar Prince, which was borrowed from uh, their friends up here in Canada. Right. Uh, another quote from their website, the most significant innovation uh, is the real-time hull monitoring system. Titan is the only manned submersible to employ an integrated real-time health monitoring system utilizing co-located acoustic sensors and strain gauges throughout the pressure boundary. The system makes it possible to analyze the effects of changing pressure on the vessel as the submersible dives deeper and accurately assess the integrity of the structure, this onboard health analysis monitoring system provides early warning detection for the pilot with enough time to arrest the descent and safely return to the surface. So I don't know if it's a case of that just didn't go into effect or if the problem became well after that could be handled. I don't know. Well, you also said that David Lockridge had said that <clears throat> that monitoring went off 10 seconds before an implosion at one point, yep. right? So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like milliseconds. Oh, so sorry. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if milliseconds is a lot of time. <laughs> I would call it, again, not a lot of time, not, not too much time. safety, you know. Correct. Uh, so who the hell would get in this submersible? That's the question I think on everybody's minds. Uh, thing is, I also have to add, it 
to once you get in this thing, they shut the door and then they bolt it from the outside. Uh, Ocean Gate says that their expeditions to the Titanic wreck site include archaeologists and marine biologists. The company also brings people who pay $250,000 to come along. They're called mission specialists. They take turns operating sonar equipment and performing other tasks in the five-man or five-person, rather, submersible. The five people on board at this point include 61-year-old Stockton Rush, who was piloting the vessel when it lost contact, 48-year-old billionaire Shazada Dawood, and his 19-year-old son Suleiman. There was also French explorer and Titanic expert 77-year-old Paul Henri, oh boy, I'm going to butcher this, Narjolet? Mm, I'm sounds so good. sorry. I'm so sorry for probably uh, saying that incorrectly. Um, Paul Henri uh, has completed 37 dives to the Titanic and has supervised the recovery of 5,000 artifacts, including a 20-ton section of the ship's hull. The fifth person on the vessel was 58-year-old billionaire Hamish Harding, who has not one but two Guinness World Records. One record was for the fastest circumnavigation of the Earth across North-South Poles, he did that in July 2019 in 46 hours, 40 minutes, and 22 seconds. The second was the longest distance traveled at full ocean depth by a crewed vessel uh, when Hamish and the crew explored the Mariana Trench in 2021 for 36 hours. He also went to the South Pole with Buzz Aldrin in 2016, where at the age of 86, Aldrin became the oldest person to reach the South Pole. Hamish was also the fifth on the fifth human spaceflight by Blue Origin, which was organized by Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> That's been a minute, <laughs> right? Right, Jesus. I, I, you'll love this. Didn't even write that in my notes. That just came out naturally. <laughs> I like that. You're welcome. So the Titan vessel was last heard from around eight a.m. ish on July uh, on June eighteenth, and in the late evening on June twentieth. Sonar picked up banging noises, which crew rest, re which rescue crews believe came from the Titan. The sounds were also heard today, uh, which is June 21st. It's not for you, I guess it's June 22nd, but for us, it's June yes. 21st. So the submersible has 96 hours of oxygen for a five-person crew. According, according to the Coast Guard, they would be down to 41 hours as of 1 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. So at the time of this record, I mean, they'd be down to about eight hours or so. Um, so far, all search efforts have yielded negative results. I panic at the mere thought of getting into that vessel oh. while it's on land, let alone being in it as it's running out of air. I can't think about it. That it has nothing to do with my fascination um, with this story. Of course, we hope that they're going to be rescued safely. There are a lot of variables, like how that vessel is likely filling up with carbon dioxide, because I don't believe they have any sort of way of removing that. Um, I also some, am curious, some, too, yeah, not to be disgusting, but uh, the human waste that would have to have been in there, there would have to be some now. I don't know what kind of system they have, and I may have already gotten ahead of you, but 
I'm also just concerned about how long can you breathe breathe that in, for example, you know? Oh, true. They showed it as like it was a bucket. Essentially, you pee in and then or whatever you need to and then put it in like a small little spot. So five men over the course of multiple days. Also, I assume they didn't bring anything with them, so they probably have no water. I saw something about rations that they that they were but that but that the rations oh. were so minor that yes, I think at this point because they weren't intending to be gone for this long, right? I thought it was just a few hours. I thought so too, but I might be I might be incorrect about that. Um I mean, great point about waste cuz we I mean, god, I can't even I can't even think about it. Um also not to mention even if titan was found at the bottom of the ocean there is not a vessel that could actually physically get to them to retrieve them to quote an ocean gate tweet that has since been deleted oh quote, boy even finding them in time we're not sure that we can rescue them alive it's a wonder that they you know deleted that but don't worry i have a screenshot <laughs> i know you do because Again, i've she's... been on their account i've been screenshotting everything i just anything that makes me go what point is we aren't we haven't even got to the part that has made me obsessed with this i know and i, I uh, can't we'll wait there. i can't wait i just feel like again like the pr nightmare that is this company at this moment yep. like i i am putting aside the potential death because that's awful and none of these people sure. deserve to die in my opinion Correct. by the way um, but the idea that they're releasing things and there's a paper trail of saying things like safety's overrated, all those kinds of comments. And now they're like, well, even if we could get to them, we can't like, it's, I just feel like if they do work with a PR company, I think that person probably has uh, de developed an ulcer over the past few days. 100%. There's video interview of the CEO basically laughing about the whole thing. It's like, there's a single button in here. It works like an elevator. Here's the controller we use. And the guy interviewing him was like, for real? And this he's is like, one of those, yep. like, those TikTok challenges where it's like, this didn't age well. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Right? This is, it's a horror show, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but if the people on the vessel were to die, Ocean Gate does not blame themselves or even their CEO's lack of concern when it comes to safety. Ocean Gate blames the government. What? Ocean Gate advisor David Concannon tweeted, quote, We are working this problem hard, all caps. We have solutions and we were trying extremely hard to implement them. I hope to get a few hours of sleep, wake up and see very positive responses from the U.S. government in my inbox. If I don't, the whole world will know the names of the people who did not do their jobs. How about the people who ignored safety? Those are probably more the people who, you know, didn't I'm do their jobs. I'm also going to go out on a limb here and say, if I were in your job, sir, I don't think I'd be able to get a few hours sleep. I think I would probably be working around the clock trying to rescue the innocent people who are now potentially not going to make it back. I I mean, how I, I have trouble sleeping at the best of times. I can't imagine what it must be like to live a life where you could have a mass casualty on your hands and you're like, I hope that when I wake up from my from my slumbers, I've got some answers. Like, wow. Jesus. The, the absolute attitude of, <laughs> oh my God, these people might not make it back. Oh, <laughs> well, if I pop, 
Well, we'll like, see what happens when I wake up. Like, what? It's wild. Again, people need sleep. Understood. But of also course. to blame. He's just people. sounding very glib. So we are responding yes. with, with additional glibness because it feels 100%. warranted. Uh, Ocean Gate Expeditions tweeted, quote, we criticize the U.S. government bureaucracy for delaying the rescue operation. They say the rescue team can't start their mission without authorization from the Coast Guard. That tweet has since been deleted, um, but I've got a screenshot. Uh, but the point is, um, here's the thing. Uh, the government needs authorization from the Coast Guard because that's a rule. Maybe if your company followed rules, we wouldn't be where we are. Yep. But we are where we are. Um, fun fact. You can call it a fun fact if you like. Uh, I was horrified about it. This was the beginning of my interest in this. Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly or not, but Simpsons writer Mike Reese mm -hmm. uh, apparently went on one of the successful Ocean Gate Titanic expeditions when the Titan disappeared. Uh, he tweeted a photo of himself from the trip where he's inside the submersible and he wrote, quote, yes, the sub that's gone missing is the same one I took down to the Titanic. I wish everyone involved the best of luck. For my experiences, listen to my podcast. Oh, and it's just people are missing and presumed dead. Here's a link to my podcast. I can't. Not the time, Mike. Not the time, especially when it's, you know, we're we're covering the news in this. Like people are yes. reporting it this because it is news and it's newsworthy, in my opinion. But there's a difference between that and just trying to promote something of yours that already exists that happens to connect to it. Feels like maybe wait a few days. Yeah. Some time. Maybe give it a beat. Yeah. Give it now a beat. Not you, also, time. by the way, you could have the same. I think the same tweet just without the link could even work. You know, like correct. Wild that this is happening. I had an experience about it, hoping for everyone's safety. And yeah. then if people want to on their own figure out that you have done this, you have this podcast, let them. But I feel like the the, the the A to B straight line just felt a little a little quick. Yeah. A little quick. Yeah. I also feel like. Do you really need more people listening to that podcast? I don't know how many do, but I bet you make tons of money off your own job anyway. Well, he could afford to get on this thing unless it was gifted to him. So great call. I think he's been one of the writers from the beginning. Oh, wow. So, or at least he's been there a very long time. Right. But again, I would have looked more into him if I'd had time. But again, I... This is breaking news. I did not have time. You don't have time. I didn't have time. So... I have been on the edge of my seat, constantly refreshing for any updates, constantly making sure that Lauren is updated against her will. Uh, I honestly wouldn't be as fascinated by this whole thing if that CEO hadn't been so cavalier about safety and how it's been said that the people on board likely just didn't know the risks that they were taking in order to take the journey. But what I am most fascinated about in this entire thing isn't the vessel it isn't the ceo or the shocking lack of safety protocols it's the stepson of billionaire hamish harding so hamish married a woman named linda at the time of the wedding they each had a child from a previous marriage and since then 
they had uh, they share a biological son named Rory. But my focus here is Linda's son, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name uh, because I thought this might just be like a small like Patreon thing. So um, we're just going to go with it. Uh, 37-year-old Brian Saz. Uh, apparently, he's an audio engineer in San Diego. Now, Brian, how did he use this time to stay off social media? We wouldn't have bothered looking into him. We'd be yeah. like, oh, no, that's sad. This guy has children. That's, uh, you know, but we wouldn't have gone further than that. No. But Brian put himself out there. He did. Uh, not only did Brian attend a Blink-182 concert while his stepfather was missing, but Brian felt the need to post about it on his socials, saying, quote, it might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the Blink-182 show as it's my favorite band and music helps me in a difficult time. Um, to be clear, the reason he said the Blink-182 show is because he tagged Blink-182 uh, in that moment. Of course. Uh, tell me you aren't close with your stepfather without telling me you aren't close with your stepfather. Uh, Brian also made sure to tag the band in the post and then posted to each band member, quote, my stepdad is missing in the sub at the Titanic site. I'm here at the San Diego show for support. Thanks. Heart. Praying hands emoji. Maybe. Just maybe. Stay off social media. If you go to the concert, fine. Don't fucking post about it, you dink. Yeah. Yeah. The beautiful thing is I am vindicated because you know who agrees with me? Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B ripped him apart in her Instagram story to say he should have been home waiting next to the phone to hear for any updates. Brian then lost it on Twitter saying, this is a quote, what a piece of shit, trashy celeb Cardi B trying to get clout off me and my family's suffering. Brian, babe. Prior to this, I had heard about Cardi B. I had not heard about you. So she's not using you for any clout. Also, you tagged members of Blink-182 telling them your stepdad was missing. You are using your own family's tragedy for clout. Brian added, quote, I went to a Blink-182 concert for coping rather than sitting at home and watching the news. Shame on you, Cardi B. Get some class. So sorry. He said, shame on you, Cardi. Didn't even put the B. Uh, so first of all, Brian, uh, you can't just call her Cardi. It's too familiar for you. Second, she has more class than you ever will, sir. Yeah. And I mean, again, everyone grieves differently. Everybody copes differently. If he was to choose to, to continue to go to that concert, that is his business, his choice, all of the above. But when you're putting it out there and you're you're inviting the attention of the world, because that's what this case you know tragedy currently has you're gonna have people responding yeah 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 and look i get it mark tom travis back together it's amazing no one wants to miss it i'm going to see them i mean it's gonna be great see? there you yes. go go but don't post about it man but it's also it wasn't just a post about it it was the tag the members and be like i need support right now you guys it was going way too far above and beyond and then 
happen? Today, yesterday, I guess for you, on June 21st, Brian replied to an OnlyFans model's post, which included a photo of the of the woman, very scantily clad, which is her right. She put the caption, can I sit on you? Brian retweeted the photo with the caption, yes, please, then added another comment that read, quote, please keep my families in your prayers. Praying hands emoji heart. Does he think that's going to get him? Just, I don't know, attention from the OnlyFans model? Like, because spoiler alert, she isn't going to actually sit on anybody. She is Correct. offering a online service. Correct. Oh, boy. It's just, sir, grow the fuck up. 37 years old. I expect this from maybe... 17 maybe i'll give him till 25 again that's when your brain stops growing as you know i'm hot on this this whole this whole of concept course. of course just saying ah but since we're talking about brian we should also mention his arrest in 2007 on two counts of armed robbery after he and two associates allegedly robbed a 7-eleven and an ampm in the span of 35 minutes leave my fucking 7-eleven alone you know, 7-Eleven, coupons. Anyhow, uh, they got away with 14 cartons of cigarettes and several hundred dollars, but were caught when their getaway vehicle was hit by a train. Oh, my God. No one was hurt, but they did get arrested. Wow, that's wild. Never just, saw that coming. Right? Yeah. Uh, and just when you think that might be the worst thing this douche has ever done. And I might feel bad saying he's a douche publicly, but no, I won't. Brian was detained by police in June 2021 for stalking and released on a $100,000 bond. Brian became obsessed with EDM DJ Allison Wonderland, which, beautiful name, I love that. Clever. Couldn't be happier. Clever. So funny. Um, he became so obsessed to the point he got her tattooed on his body. Like a, it's a her, but like her head is down and her hair is so it's definitely her, but like her, like not her full face, but like he got her on his his body. I just can't get past that. Uh, and then somehow she wasn't flattered by that, which is so weird. Um, and so she blocked him, as is her right, of course. Um, and so Brian then threatened to kill her, saying that she will pay when I show up to her L.A. apartment. Brian also threatened uh, to cause a massacre at an EDM festival called Trilogy in Vegas. He tweeted, series of tweets that have since been deleted, quote, when the massacre happens, I'm taking note of who's viewing this tweet and who is in jeopardy. Those who disrespect me, the real joke is on your ass at Trilogy. The funny thing is, bitches actually think they'll be safe after calling my ass out. Laugh emoji, peace sign emoji. He then told Allison that she'd be fine if she unblocked him and heard him out. He also posted a photo of Allison claiming she was his date to the festival. Uh, the festival promoters did revoke his ticket. Oh my God. Um, he also has been known for posting pictures and 
tagging and using the actual names of various women online and claiming that he's dating them when he's absolutely not. Bowser. Brian immediately choosing violence when he gets rejected is gross and terrifying. And the reason many women just don't feel safe in general, women have been raised to be nice so that men don't get angry, but we can't be too nice or men will think we're flirting with them. And then they'll get angry when they learn we actually weren't flirting with them. It's a mess. I thought we'd be better by now. By the time we got to be adults, apparently that was wishful thinking. The world is on fire. Fuck it. I'm Christy. (laughs) Again, wasn't planning to do that so uh we get what we get well listen um just what a what a wild story from top to bottom every detail uh obviously at the time that this is going to be released um we don't know what the status is of uh the vessel we don't know what the status is of the people we're of course hoping for only a positive outcome um you know, I've seen a lot of things about people saying, you know, these people are multimillionaires, they deserve to die. And I, I just think that that's a real ugly color. I think that we can judge uh, choices that people want to make if, if you so choose. But I, I don't think wishing death upon upon these people is necessarily uh, what we need to be putting out there just into the universe. Um, uh, would I have spent my money doing this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But there's also a 19 year old kid on there who is there with a parent. So let's just also remember that I don't think that that uh, teenager, I don't think we need to put that energy towards that teenager, especially. So uh, hoping for the best again, uh, we will keep you posted as best we can in terms of how these uh, breaking news things come up. But we wanted to share this with you, or basically I pushed us to share this with you because, uh, you know, I'm always impressed by Christy's work and her passion on this specific topic. So Thank you, Christy, for putting this together on so short notice. We're so grateful to you. And as always, um, you never cease to impress and amaze. I uh, I couldn't be happier. I also couldn't be more stressed to try and do something in a small amount of time, even though I didn't know we were doing this. Hey. I just planned it as extra. But hey, it's not like we made a full documentary. The BBC is putting out a full documentary about this topic by Friday, I believe. And I was like, well, in that case, we got to get ahead of the curve. <laughs> I just, I mean, there's a lot of information, but also like, you you could wait some time uh, to make a full documentary about it. Well, I have a feeling they're probably going to make more than one. That's probably going to be. That is very true. Part one of many. Uh, But thank you, dear listeners, for joining us for this very special bonus episode of True Crime and Cocktails. If you haven't already, give us a follow on the socials on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at True Crime and Cocktails. On Twitter, at Not Detectives. We have bonus content over on Patreon.com slash True Crime and Cocktails. And the only place for official True Crime and Cocktails merch is TrueCrewMerch.com. So check that out if you are interested as well. Christy, do you want to say goodnight to the people? Good night, Vince Vaughn. Random. Good night, Blink-182. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued 
by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.